From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Sean Kelly, producer Dan, D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, yeah. and the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. How goes it? Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report online and worldwide. We're glad that you're with us today for our little podcast. We hope that this finds you well. With John DeShazer, Sean Kelly, we've got a lot to bring you today as we get closer to Saints training camp. We will visit with Saints CFO Ed Lang, and we'll also head back out to Team USA camp in Las Vegas and visit with one of our favorites, uh, Ryan Anderson, on the Black and Blue Report today as well. Happy birthday, by the way, uh, not to you, J.D., but to Carl Malone, 14-time All-Star, uh, born on this date in 1963, a Louisiana native. Uh, he's been back in the news here again as he's been helping out the Utah Jazz, and Jerry Sloan's back in the fold Sounds like, with the exception of Stockton, they're ready to get the band back together, but um, it's hard to believe that Carl Malone is, uh, is as old as he is now. I don't no slight to him or anybody else who was born in 1963, but those days kind of catch up with you. Well, you know, he's almost my age. Um, we share a, a, a haircut, so um, we've got that much in common. <laughs> we also share a physique. You know, I'm kind of built like Carl Malone, you know, if you could close your eyes and squint through one, the other one. And um, but yeah, it's, it's good to see him back with Utah. Uh, Jerry Sloan's back, as you said, the band almost back together. I guess they'll bring back Brian Russell so Michael Jordan can shoot another jumper on him after he pushes off on him, and uh, they'll get all everything back together and hopefully uh, get Utah back together. I guess maybe Carl will drive a couple of eighteen wheelers up to Utah and do a little hunting and fishing instead of working. Uh, perhaps I would imagine the weather in Salt Lake is probably better this time of year than it is here. It will be another surface of the sun type day here in Southeast Louisiana. By the way. Um, and there's a tropical storm now that's been named. I'm sure we'll be hearing all kinds of news about Dorian as we get into next week. Uh, we'll have news about John DeShazer later in the week that we're anxious to share with you, but also in today's uh, Black and Blue Report, John will share with us uh, storyline number two or headline number two. We haven't really decided what we're calling it, but we decided to have John pick out three major storylines heading into Saints training camp, and uh, number two will come your way today in our third segment. Uh, today is also the 30th anniversary of the George Brett Pine Tar incident at Yankee Stadium. Do you remember it? George Brett went bat crazy. You know, he just, you know, literally, uh, I like I like the, the replay. You see him flying out of the dugout, and that was one of the quickest sprints. I bet you if you could have timed him, you know, that cone shuffle at the NFL Combine, he'd have won it. Easy. Easy. You know, he, he was livid. And you, I like I like to see it to be honest with you because I've never seen George Brett go off like that, and I like to see the fact that you know they were holding him back, trying to keep him away from the ump and all that stuff. I wonder what would have really happened had they turned him loose, you know? Because most guys, you know, like that whole you know hold me back, hold me back, you know, hold me back. And if they ever get let go, they don't actually do anything. But I think he might have actually done something that day. More and more comes out about that story. Apparently, they were they the Yankees had been tracking George Brett's bat for several weeks and we're kind of waiting for the right moment to pop him on it. And I guess when he hit the two-run <laughs> home run in the ninth inning to take the lead that day, because it was a day game, um, 
they decided that was the time they were going to call his bat into question. Who would be the pine tar tracker? I don't know. So, well, the catcher would have to notice it, or somebody close would have to notice that it was further than that. I, I don't I mean, know but, if it was 18 I mean, inches or Wouldn't you or have what, to get with a tape measure to even know? I mean, who, who would even care? Well, again, he was playing so well at the time. <laughs> I guess they were looking for anything to try and pop George Brett on. And it's yeah. interesting because I think they overturned yeah. – him uh, being called out and ejected. Yeah, they resumed the game later in the season, and the Royals ended up winning anyway. It was five yeah. to four. But yeah. thirty years ago today, George Brett. I wonder if he can still run that fast. There's no way. Isn't he on the outs with the Royals again as their hitting coach? Is he? I don't know. How do you how do you let George Brett get on the outs with you as I'm, an organization? How does that happen? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, back it's, to the uh, topic at hand. Oh, also uh, on Friday's show. Again, which airs, uh, which goes online for you at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. We'll have a complete rundown of the media availability that uh, Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis are granting tomorrow evening at Saints headquarters. So we'll recap that for you on Friday as well. And uh, also still to come this week, uh, wide receiver Lance Moore as we get closer and closer to training camp. Before we get to Cam Jordan in our next segment, I, I can't help but bring up my partner's T-shirt today. Uh, the choice of apparel reminds me of a lot of the things that have gone on with fans nowadays. Uh, he's in a smartly uh, uh, colored light blue T-shirt today that proudly expresses the United Negro College Fund on the front, which I think is fantastic. But on the back is the badge and name of Marlon Gusman. Now, now, John, you know how fans like you know they buy like a Brewers jersey, and let's say they brought like a bought like a Ryan Braun jersey. A lot of fans will then take tape and then tape over the name on the back of the jersey so they can still wear the jerseys to games. Have you have you given any consideration to placing tape over Marlon Gusman's name on the back of your T-shirt today so that you can continue to wear it with pride? Well, or? see, now I probably would have had I thought about it when I pulled it out of the drawer, but, you know, obviously I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to it. But, you know, it's, it's like college, man. you got to pay attention to what's on the front. The names on the back don't mean anything. <laughs> You know, that's you know we're all for one on the front and uh -huh. the, every, everything on the back. That doesn't mean anything. So this ain't like the NBA shirt, you know, where the name on the back means the most. This is like college. So let's pretend this is like Duke or Carolina or LSU on the front and, you know, United Negro College Fund. And we ain't going to worry about what's on the back because, but you know, I, I guess I don't know if – I don't think I can bleach it out and I can't scrub it out, you know, but the more I – you know, you brought it to my attention, I am, a, you know, a little bit uh, – a little bit sad for wearing, a little bit embarrassed, a little. Uh... Maybe I'm just being too hard on, on the good sheriff. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, we're gonna. By the way, we're gonna check the mailbag uh, in our last segment today. We actually got some response from you all yesterday, uh, both on email and on Twitter. So again, we'll give you that real quick. Uh, the email address is radio at pelicans.com. That's radio at pelicans.com, and then on Twitter, it's at John DeShazer or at Sean Kelly Live. And uh, we'll respond to what you all send us. Uh, try to uh, keep that mailbag updated for you each and every day. All right, into the show we go. Our visit with Saints CFO Ed Lang coming up next. Somewhere in a town like the one you're in, there is a person like you headed to a store to buy Bud Light. However, these Bud Lights give you a chance to win prizes that are best described as music firsts, like Monster DNA headphones, access to tracks and merchandise from today's hottest artists, and even tickets to one of Bud Light Music First's history-making 5051 concerts on August 1st. But before people like you can win, they need to head to a place where Bud Light is sold. 
It's finally here. Bud Light Music First. Enter the code inside specially marked packages of Bud Light for your chance to win one of over 500,000 music prizes all summer long. Visit BudLight.com slash Music First for rules and more information. Bud Light Music First. It's the sound of history being made. Here we go. No purchase necessary. Open to U.S. residents 21 and over. Ends 8-15-13. To play without purchase, mail your name, email address, and age to Music First Game. P.O. Box 753-726, El Paso, Texas, 88575. Void where prohibited. Enjoy responsibly. A.B. St. Louis, Missouri. This is Eric, General Manager of the Raising Canes and Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Canes is fans' best friend. Fresh, never frozen chicken fingers, made fresh daily cane sauce, and a friendly canes crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising canes, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7-365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text messages with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelicans Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features, plus sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Get geared up for the big game and wear what the team wears. Visit the Saints Team Store at Gate B on the plaza level of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Well, exciting times are coming for New Orleans Pelicans fans and really anyone who visits New Orleans Arena coming up later on this fall. Construction continues on the first of, I think, a two-phase process with regard to the renovation of New Orleans Arena. And we're joined here on the Black and Blue Report by the Chief Financial Officer of the New Orleans Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints, Ed Lang, uh, who just got done kind of touring where things stand at New Orleans Arena. Ed, what did you see, by the way? Oh, Sean, it was it was exciting because they uh, they have now completed their demolition of all the spots that, that they're having redone, and they're now in the process of really putting it back together. And you can really see a lot of the changes coming along. So what will we see? First of all, they're hoping to be done in October. Is that correct? That's correct. They'll be ready for uh, opening night. What will we see, I guess, on opening night? So you're going to see a little bit of everything in there. Um, we've got, starting at the top, we've got the new Party Perch, uh, which is, a, is a, uh, a bandstand kind of area, new bar up there. It overlooks the, uh, the Arena Bowl, so that's going to be, a, I think, a hot new spot up there. Then kind of working your way down the suite level, all the suites have been redone, new cabinetry, new carpet. Um, the Hub Club area has been, is being re, redone. Uh, then the club level, that's really exciting. We're redoing both the, the North and the South Club lounges. Um, they're going to be a lot more open, a lot more spacious. Uh, new fr- food carts in there. Um, so I think it's, uh, it's really going to touch every fan in every way in this, in this arena. The, uh, the one thing that I did see when I, when I poked my head in there earlier was the, the kind of the, you can start to see where the, the new loge boxes are going to be. That seems something that's very unique now to this arena as regard to other places around the NBA. Yeah, that, that's a new concept. There's other, there's other teams that have, have done that, uh, and it's basically a, a small little private seating area. It's uh, four uh, seats per little section, and it's kind of a new amenity. I would, I would say it's kind of in between 
uh, floor seats and suites. It's kind of a nice new amenity that will have uh, an option for people. Do you think there'll be a rush on getting this done, or do they seem to be on schedule right now? They, they seem to be on schedule. They're, they're working hard. Um, the really, when we were walking through there, we kind of had to stay out of their way because they're really moving things around. So the demolition part is, is finished at least. Yep. So it probably looks nothing like what the fans came to know over the last you know, several years. That's right. And when the fans come in, they're going to see a lot of changes. I mean, the, the concession stands are all going to be redone. Uh, so they'll see, you know, there'll be new food items that we're going to offer. The look of the concession stands will be different. When they come into the bowl, you'll see some of the new seating areas. We also have a new LED ring. Um, so we're going to be able to even jazz up our, our uh, pregame shows even more. You, you mentioned the LED ring. As far as things like new scoreboard and sound systems go, is that further down the road or is that a part of this too? No, that, that'll be a, a phase down the road a, a year or two from now that we'll do, we'll do those. Was I right in saying this is a two-phase deal? Because wasn't there talk that they're going to blow out the, the one end of the building and do a whole new entryway? Is that the next phase? Yeah, so next summer. So this summer is really all inner bowl, inner arena stuff. And then next summer we'll be working on more of the exterior entryway to the building. Other than opening night with regard to the basketball schedule, are they are they planning on kind of doing an unveiling at some point, or will there be some formal ceremony to give us a look at the new place? I'm sure there will be. Uh, at some point, there's a there's actually a concert and a preseason game that are before opening night. So both of those, um, that'll be kind of a, some of the, what are the preview for fans to be able to see what's going on. One more thing. I know that there's a, um, a really cool new feature on pelicans.com almost 3d if you will and you can actually kind of pick a seat and see what your view will be of the floor have you tried have you tried it out yes yet? yeah that's that's it is a new feature uh we're working with a new company on that and uh yeah you can you can actually pick out your seat and see a 360 degree view of what your seats what the view from your seat's going to look like and as some of these new areas are completed, we'll take pictures and we'll incorporate those into that, that program as well. The hard hat's a good look for you, by the way. <laughs> appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's really cool. There's a lot of cool stuff going on at the arena. Don't forget, check out pelicans.com. You can get kind of the, I guess, the animated view of what Ed's talking about, what we're talking about with regard to the New Orleans arena, and we'll look forward to it in the fall. Stay tuned. A lot more to come on this edition of the Black and Blue Report. What do you say to someone whose heart is on the line? That at Auctioner, an entire team of experts will collaborate to develop the best treatment for you? That we have procedures so revolutionary they aren't available anywhere else in the region, including breakthrough ways to more effectively manage heart failure and repair heart valves? That U.S. News & World Report ranks Auctioner Medical Center's heart program among the nation's very best? Or that with over 170 heart experts and seven hospitals to choose from, the exceptional cardiac care you need is always close to home? Actually, the most important thing to say is... Your results are back. Everything looks great. Better outcomes. Just one more reason to choose Auctioner. To find a heart specialist near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. The second annual Saints Back to Football Run presented by Chevron will be held on Saturday, August 31st. 
the 5K race benefiting Team Gleason, the One Fund Boston, and the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation will include an NFL Play 61-mile fun run for kids. Participants of all abilities will have the opportunity to race through the streets of downtown New Orleans towards the finish line at the 50-yard line of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Gumbo and Sir Saint, along with the Saint Sations, will be on hand to cheer on participants, and a post-race party with live entertainment and a beer garden will take place in Champion Square. All participants will receive a Saints Back to Football Run shirt, a commemorative finisher's medal, and an NFL-approved bag. Registration is now open at nflrunseries.com slash saints. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. That's D-Dub and the Black and Blue Orchestra. Have you met D-Dub yet, J.D.? Yeah, um, not, you know, he's been kind of a silent partner so far. You know, yeah, we, we've yeah. been trying to track him down and we just hadn't seen him yet. You know, he's like uh, the, the neighbor on, uh, on the home improvement show. That's right, that's right. So, JD, the- JD and the Black and Blue Orchestra with us again today with John DeShazer, Sean Kelly, producer Dan is here. And uh, we'll see if the bench warmers stop by a little bit later, too. Uh, JD will have, uh, we'll have news about JD. Uh, a little bit later this week, we'll hold off on that for the moment. Um, but if you can start to connect the dots, you'll uh, you'll also understand why we've pulled JD in. Of course, not only to co-host this week, but also to uh, share with us a couple of uh, his storylines as we head into Saints training camp. Yesterday, uh, top storyline was the return of Sean Payton. Today, John, storyline number two is. Um, I think we're going to go to the Saints defense, which was historically, uh, unfortunately, historically inept last season allowed an NFL record 7,042 yards over the course of the season. And obviously they're trying to revamp it with Rob Ryan as the new defensive coordinator. They're hoping that a new defensive mentality, a change to a 3-4 defense from a 4-3 will help. And certainly you would hope to believe that something would come of it. Saints last year allowed 49 defensive touchdowns and 6.5 yards per play. Dallas, where Rob Ryan was, allowed 45 touchdowns and 5,600 yards, 5.8 yards per play. If the Saints can get to some semblance of that area, you would like to believe with this offense they're going to score. So you hope that they can allow maybe around 20 points per game as opposed to the 28 per game they allowed last season. That's a full touchdown difference. If this team can hold opponents to 21 points a game, they'll be in fine shape. But going to the 3-4 defense, you've got to have enough linebackers to do it And that's an area of concern right now, especially since Victor Butler, the free agent linebacker from Dallas, tore his ACL, might not be able to play this season. Now you're hoping to have John Vilma come back full to health this season. You're hoping to have Curtis Lofton fit in a little bit better. And the other positions are a little bit up in the air right now. Will Smith might be dropping from defensive line to linebacker. So that is an area of concern. But certainly you would like to believe being historically bad, they can't get any worse defensively, so the, the needle should be pointing up. All right, so the return of Sean Payton, the Rob Ryan new 3-4 defense, and the look for improvement from last season. We'll have John's third um, big storyline going into Saints training camp tomorrow during our show, which goes up again online at 1 p.m. Central Time. We'll turn our attention to Las Vegas, and why not? There are many Pelicans involved in the Team USA Select camp out there. One of them is our own Ryan Anderson. We'll visit with him next as the Black and Blue Report continues. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? 
Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm gonna hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. This is Eric, General Manager of the Raising Canes in Kenner. To describe a Saints fan, you could say excited, committed, but definitely hungry. And that's when Raising Cane's is fans' best friend. Fresh, never-frozen chicken fingers made fresh daily cane sauce and a friendly Cane's crew committed to serving you the best chicken finger meals around. Raising Cane's, official chicken of the New Orleans Saints. One city, one team, one love. all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. From the neon lights of Shreveport, Bossier City to the banks of Grand Isle, Lotto is your game. It doesn't leave the state and there's nothing like it anywhere else. It's Louisiana fun just for Louisiana. Lotto, it's a whole lot of cash. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Does your boss know you're listening? If not, turn it up louder. This is the Black and Blue Report. Our next guest here on the Black and Blue Report uh, probably will be a regular on this program. That's because we love the personality of Ryan Anderson, New Orleans Pelicans forward, and also now a member of the Team USA Select Minicamp out in Las Vegas. Ryan, first of all, congratulations on being a part of what seems to be a really special time out there in Vegas. Hey, it's it's really an honor. It's pretty amazing to be around all these talented guys. And uh, it's been fun. You know, it's, it's, it's a rare opportunity during the summer to really get, a, get great uh, competition, you know, and pick up games and to be around such talented guys. I mean, it, it's really going to help, uh, help us, uh, you know, Drew, AD, and myself really uh, get prepared for the season. Oh, we got hip-hop music in the background, if you can hear it now. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I, I, probably my favorite artist. Who knows? Um, it's James. <laughs> hey, des right. describe for, for me. For everybody out there, it's a little difficult to hear these guys, but I'm going to, you know, you've got to roll with the punches. No, you've always been good like that. You're probably one of the hippest guys I know, no, no doubt. Hey, uh, you guys are the best. Okay? Thanks, Ryan. Uh, describe for me, if you can, what, what you all are doing in these workouts on a daily basis. Yesterday was a, a pretty light day. We were just, um, you know, sort of getting introduced to how the international game is going to be played. Uh, there are different rules, um, you know, different things that the refs, the refs are going to call. And, and uh, yesterday was sort of an introduction to the plays as well. Um, you know, we have a little bit of a system. They didn't want to put too many plays on us uh, early. So we have a few different plays that we ran yesterday and, and then we just played. And then today was, was mostly just a, a day where we got together in three different groups and we played. Uh, we played for a couple hours and 
uh, like I said, I mean, it was great competition, and, and uh, you know, we, we just had some great runs. It's been a lot of fun. You know, Ryan, there are tweaks and additions, you know, players make over the summer. What are some of the additions you've added to your game this year? Um, addition, something to my game is yeah, I really I really wanted to work on the, my post game this summer. Um, for me, uh, you know, obviously I'm a big guy and, and I like to shoot the ball, but, um, you know, when, when when teams switch on to me, I uh, I obviously need to bring him down to the post and, and I need to uh, – to do some damage down there, and um, you know, for me, that's that's kind of been my main focus this summer. Uh, and I've done that a lot in, in our workouts. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's really a test, you know, coming out here and doing that because these guys know me. They know how I can play, and obviously, they want to take away my shots. So uh, they like to switch a lot. And so I'm, I'm, you know, dabbling around in the post, and I'm, uh, you know, it's it's a great challenge to see what the year is going to be like to these guys who I'm going to be playing against. Have you had a chance to play and scrimmage much with Drew Holiday yet? I mean, you got the new two teammates. Have you had a lot of uh, exposure to him there in, in Vegas? I haven't played on the same team with Drew yet. Um, Anthony and I have been on the same – we were on the same team today. Uh, but I haven't played with Drew yet. But, um, I've been watching him play, and um, he's just such a composed player and He's so talented. I mean, uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to play with him. What's your take on all this change with the Pelicans roster? How did how did you uh, how did it all hit you? Man, I mean, obviously uh, Robin and Drevis were two great players that uh, it, it, it it'll be tough to to see them go. But um, you know, they had great years, both of them. But um, you know, this is a great move for us. These are two great players that. It really changed the game up for us. It's going to make the game a lot easier for myself, a lot easier for um, Anthony, and, and uh, it's really just going to space the floor out so much having two guys that can really demand uh, so much attention when they have the ball in their hands. Uh, they're both obviously explosive scorers, and, and they're really smart players. So, um, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to playing with them next year. It's really going to help me. Hey, Ryan, before you go, you always have a great story or experience that you share with us. You got anything yeah. here in this offseason? We haven't talked to you in a while. so. You know, I've, I've been traveling the world, guys. I've been all over. I've, I, have, I have really just been traveling. And, you know, uh, let's see. For, for myself, you know, I uh, do I have a crazy story for you guys? You know, I think um, you know, I, I tried. I, I dabbled in uh, a little bit of uh, – Whitewater rafting this summer. It was it was real nice. It was real good. You know, you know, guys. I'm boring. I'm going to be boring this time. I, I haven't really done anything too exciting. Maybe if I think about something, we'll do it next show. Uh, all right, fair enough. You know, because you know, you're kind of a foodie. I thought maybe you like you know ate bugs or or something exotic <laughs> like that. But you know what's crazy when you have when you just are traveling and doing all these things. And I've gone to well, I guess it's pretty interesting. I've been to four weddings this summer, so. Um, I have two more on my book. Uh, I, I'm, I am honestly uh, a wedding traveler, and that's kind of all, all of this summer. That's how it's been. I've worn a lot of suits, and if you know me, I hate wearing suits, and I'm not, it's not really me, but I've, I've, I've done it. Ryan Anderson, and he'll be back, of course, with the Pelicans this fall as a part of the revamped roster, and, of course, we are watching him closely as he participates with Team USA. The Black and Blue Report goes on after these messages. 
A new era in basketball is here as your Pelicans take flight for the 2013-14 season. By adding all-star Drew Holiday and Rookie of the Year Tyreek Evans to a young and hungry roster, your Pelicans are going to be one of the NBA's most exciting teams. So jump on board now. Over 80% of our seat prices have been reduced. And with all the great benefits of being a season ticket holder, you don't want to miss out. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to get in on the action today. A message from Mr. Monopoly. Hello again. Since teaming with the Louisiana Lottery to give away part of my vast fortune for the Monopoly scratch-off game, I've been tickled pink that the winner bell has been ringing so frequently. There's a winner right now. Oh my, another winner. <laughs> Jimmy, perhaps it would be wise to check the winner bell once more just to be sure. You could win up to $100,000. Play the Monopoly scratch-off game for real money. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Monopoly is a trademark of Hasbro and is used with permission. What makes Auctioner Primary Care such a great choice? Is it because we have 38 health centers throughout the region, some with evening and weekend hours available? Or because we accept close to 50 different insurance plans? Could it be because we offer My Auctioner, which gives you and your family secure online access to your health records, test results, prescription renewals, even emails with your doctor? Or that you'll be connected to seven hospitals with 2,500 affiliated physicians who can handle everything from the common to the complex, so you'll never have to wonder if you made the right choice? Actually, what you may like the most is, yes, we have a location near you. Expertise and convenience. Great reasons to choose an Auctioner primary care physician. To find one near you, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. We told you about earlier in the show our, uh, our mailbag. The email address is radio at pelicans.com or on Twitter. You can reach John or myself at John DeShazer and at Sean Kelly Live. We threw that out for the first time yesterday. Got a couple of responses. John thought we'd pick two of them and, uh, and uh, address those real quick and, uh, and then move on and start to close out the show today. Uh, Adam Mendelson on uh, Twitter yesterday uh, asked us to address the question of what would you say was the biggest addition for the Pelicans this offseason? Oh, I remember answering Adam, actually. Um, I thought, and I answered him, I'll answer the same way right now. Um, Drew Holiday, it's rare that you can pick up a 23-year-old all-star point guard who can do what Drew Holiday can do on both ends of the court, who can score, who can set up his teammates, who can defend end-to-end. And uh, I love that pickup. Um, draft night, it was hard to contain ourselves and not be able to talk about it. Um, I just love the fact that you can get a young all-star point guard who's on his way up. Lenny got us on email at radio at pelicans.com. Lenny caught the show. He lives in Florida, uh, but had lived in New Orleans for 30 years. Tried the show out, liked it. Did, though, wonder why on a show centered around the Saints and Pelicans while we were talking about PEDs, Ryan Braun, and other issues yesterday. I thought we'd just say that we'd like to touch on some of the major topics of the day and have some fun, too. Yeah, exactly. Lenny, right. Hey, we're going we're gonna to address a little bit of everything, man, whether it's uh, bunions or PEDs or oh, geez. <laughs> guys on the, on the beach in hammocks, you know, whatever. We, yeah. might, be, we might be all over the place. I, I, based on your answer right there, it sounds like we're heading in that direction. <laughs> so we'd love to hear from you, your comments, your questions, or your request for folks that you'd like to hear 
uh, as guests on this program, radio at pelicans.com or on Twitter, at Sean Kelly Live or at John DeShazer. Nice show for you tomorrow. Drew Holiday, right on cue, will be one of our guests. And also, who did we get? Oh, yeah, Lance Moore. Lance Moore will be with us tomorrow as well as we continue our countdown to Saints training camp. Players report tomorrow. John will not participate in conditioning tests with them, and then we'll see them all on Friday for the first day of practice. I don't want to shame him. I'm in such great shape. I just don't want to shame him. As I said, you know, I got the Carl Malone physique. If you squint out of both eyes and maybe, like, get punched in the other one. But, you know, I don't want to put him to shame, so I'll just sit this one out. And maybe I'll join in, like, midway through camp or something when, when the contact drills come. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an action guy. And with that, we'll end right there. <laughs> For John DeShazer, producer Dan D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra, I'm Sean Kelly. We'll see you tomorrow. So, so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 1 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.